Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. I'm Doug and Wellsboro in a moment. First, our play by play call of the day. Red Sox battle back and finally beat Tampa Bay in the ninth on Jaron Duran's RBI single. The 2-1. Swing, ground ball, right side, base hit. Yeah. Here comes Devers rounding third. And the throw to the plate. He's in there standing. And the Red Sox lead 3-2. It was pretty close not to slide. But he got there. And Jaron Duran. How about that? How about that? Uh Joe Castiglione making the call in Fenway Park in a game in St. Petersburg on the Red Sox radio network. There we go. All right. Doug in Wellsboro, always one of the treats of my football season to hear him on the other end. How are you, sir? Steve, Matt, how are you guys? I'm doing really, really well. Matt's having a really bad day. I can understand that. It's just like, get yourself together. Right? I mean, come on. The, the great Minshew trade also. Oh, yeah, well, that too. He hasn't been the same since. <laughs> I know. Hey, um, I need some help with this game on Saturday, Steve. Uh, I need some tips on what I need to look for as the game unfolds. What should I concentrate on? Well, I think the start is part of the concentration part of this. I was on the uh, Wisconsin Network today, and they asked me essentially the same question. And I said, look, I think that uh, getting out of the gate, whomever does it first, is going to be important. Because, as you know, Dick Girardi and I, when we do basketball, we're always talking about playing with the lead. And I think that becomes an important element in this game. Who can play with the lead? And I know that Wisconsin, I expect Wisconsin, to be honest with you, Doug, with all the talk about their running game, I'm expecting them to throw the ball early just to do it and then try and loosen up and get then eventually settle and try and get into the running game. If Penn State can go out in this game, get the lead, and keep their running game off the board, I think that would be really important. How are they going to get pressure on Mertz without blitzing? Well, I think you're going to have to blitz in a game like this. And just like just like I'm telling you, I think Wisconsin's going to have to blitz. And when you're playing a 3-4, you're designed to blitz. Uh, now I'm talking about Wisconsin. For Penn State, they can get, first of all, Eva Katie can get pressure. Uh, and also, here's another one. Mustafer, I think, up the middle can get pressure. I'm really going to be interested to see how it plays out in the middle for this reason. A lot of times when you don't play a team year in and year out, people make assumptions about that team based on their their tradition. And one of them is Wisconsin always has big, powerful, senior-laden offensive lines with experience. Well, they're big, they're powerful, they're senior-laden, and they're not experienced. 
the three starters in the middle, the two guards in the center, have never started a game before in college. They're older. They may be really, really good, but they've never started. The two tackles have, and one of the tackles has eight starts in his career. Mustafer has a lot of starts, and Mustafer, I thought, had a great preseason. I'm anxious to see if that great preseason translates into this game. I think I'm going to get Jahan Dotson and Parker Washington loose on a safety. They've got they've got to get those guys loose somehow. A couple big plays. Well, this is where a couple things come into play. Number one, Keandre Lambert Smith is really turning into a nice compliment on the other side. You know, Dotson is a game breaker. No getting around it. Washington probably has the best change of direction I've seen since maybe Jordan Norwood. Uh, the way he runs routes. And also, I'll tell you a guy to look for in the pass game, I think eventually is going to be Devin Ford. Uh, Devin Ford's a good route runner. And those three tight ends, Doug, the three tight ends, I can't put enough praise on how good I think those three tight ends can be between Brenton Strange, Theo Johnson, and Tyler Warren. There'll be a lot of times, for example, where I think Penn State was going to have two of them on the field at the same time, but they're not going to be out there just to block. They'll be out there because they're they're receiving threats themselves. And I think that's a, a real underrated part of this game. And the other part, too, is when you look at Wisconsin, Jake Ferguson is an outstanding tight end in his own right. Yeah, I know he's good. Will John Lovett get some plays, do you think? Not sure yet. I mean, I think I think I know how they want to start the game, um, and then start filling in after that. I'll be anxious, like you, to see exactly how they want to play this thing out in terms of how they want to use the running backs, because obviously they've got a lot of talent there. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. For example, I mean Noah Kane, I think is going to be an important part of what goes on in this game, um, but I think they're going to try and go through early, figure out who has the hot hand, and then settle and go from there. Okay. Hey, I really enjoy your high school roundtable stuff. Uh, you've been asking all these guys about, like, the numbers. Um, Wallsboro, we only have 25 kids out this year, mm-hmm. and and the numbers are down all the way across the northern tier. I mean, of these 25 kids, maybe half, you know, are – decent high school football players two or three are good but it's not like you're like you know the recent history so the numbers are down across the northern tier and i'm really sorry to hear that because i mean obviously i played high school football and i loved every second of it i really did and i got so much out of it you know it's interesting people say who is your favorite teacher my favorite teacher was my high school football coach I, I, by a wide margin, okay? And uh, Joe Lamana, you know, and the assistant coach Joe Basewitz. Just were great, great guys. Learned a lot from them. And I think people that aren't going out for football, for example, I think are, you know, guys that aren't going out for football, you're actually losing out on something that I think you'll value the rest of your life. But that's just my personal opinion. Oh, I agree. The, the the guys I played with, we've been lifelong friends, you know, ever since. Back when I played, there was a hundred kids out. We actually had cuts after the first two weeks of summer camp. They actually cut some kids back then. Wow, wow. 
But that's so. the way it used to be. I mean, people were anxious to get out. I think that there's been an element out there that uh, there's a couple of elements that come into play here. Number one, there are more sports to choose from. Now, even going back to when I played high school football, soccer, boys' soccer, was a big deal. And I think some of our better football players were playing soccer because they were just terrific athletes. And our soccer team, by the way, was very, very good because of them. Uh, That was one. Number two, you also have had, I think, a um, well-coordinated effort to demonize football. You know, know, it's not as if there aren't issues. There are. But I think football, as it's played today, is a lot safer than when I played. It's a lot safer than when you played. And 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 I think that you know the word on that has to get out because you look at practices now. I mean, Penn State and practices for goodness sake. Now this is college, of course, but they're always wearing those those tops on top of the helmets now. The extra crown, you know, that is trying to cut down on the, on the possibility of concussions. Uh, there's no doubt that over the years concussions have played a role, but it's now safer than ever before, and they've got to, I think get the word out that it is. Oh, I agree. Yeah, with the monitors and stuff now, it's a lot safer. I, I don't have an I don't have an explanation of why, you know, why kids aren't playing nowadays. I don't know if it's the COVID thing or I'm not sure why the numbers are down. Soccer, I don't I don't know. It could it could be soccer. Me, this may sound stupid. It could be video games. Right. I, I don't know. I mean, yep. I, I don't know. Um, I just would like to see the numbers go up because I think that based on my personal life experience. Boy, if I hadn't done that, I know in retrospect how much I would have missed. Yep. Hey, uh, I need to call back in. Uh, Shikalemi's playing well throw this year, so I'll have to call back in whenever we get the voice of Shikalemi football on. I'll have to uh, set him straight on a few things. Oh, believe me, he's got to be set straight <laughs> on Shikalemi. <laughs> 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 Matt, you're in big trouble this year, dude. <laughs> I knew that going in. There's, Jalen Hurts is not the answer, man. Uh, I, I'll, I'm, I'm waiting to hold back on on that until I see some more game action, but we'll see. He's not accurate enough. That is the big. That's the big question mark. And if that is the case, then yeah, then they'll have to move on. But I, I just need to see more in general. There's a lot hey. on the team this year. I just need to see more of in general. Hey, if you're a fan, though, he's exciting because you could be sitting in the fifth row and he may throw it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gardner Minshew will probably do the same thing. So either way, it might be a long year. All right. Thanks for your time today, guys. <laughs> See you, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Always a pleasure. <laughs> I love Doug. Doug is great. Doug is great. And he'll send in a question on the pregame show all the time. It's always very smart, very thoughtful, and uh, we always look forward to it very much. I always look forward to talking to Doug. He's just a cool dude, man. He really is. Willing to bring him on, Chickalemi, Wellsboro week for the roundtable. And and very knowledgeable. Might as well bring him on for the roundtable. What the heck, you know? (laughs) Uh, In fact, we'll bring the suit on. We could turn it into point counterpoint. (laughs) That'd be intriguing radio. I mean, look, 
I mean, Doug will come in fully ready to go. Oh, yeah. The I other, don't doubt it. The other, the other guy will waltz in like he's fully ready to go and then realize two two minutes in that he is just cooked. <laughs> Uh-oh, I got a problem. <laughs> Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Look, it's never good that when the guy walks in the booth and he looks around and says, this is awesome, who are we playing? I mean, it's, it's just, I don't feel like you're prepared. <laughs> who are we playing? I don't know. <laughs> S-U-I-T, that spells suit He's got a double dipper this week. As soon as he's done on Friday night, he's got to go to New Haven. Yeah, it'll be a quick turnaround for him. And he is loved in New Haven. Oh. Yeah, he really loves going up to the northeast part of the country, to the New absolutely. England part of the country. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, nobody whines like that. <laughs> you know, at least for him, it's not a not going to be a five a.m., six a.m. bus trip. At least it'll be a little bit later in the day because kickoff's not till six. Yeah, it's six o'clock on uh, Saturday. So, but uh, it's. It's not good where I have to say, Nick Tarburton's brother plays for Bucknell. And he's like, huh? <laughs> Tarburton? We have a Tarburton on the team? And Doug's like nudging him like, he starts. Okay. This is your guy. This is the guy that runs your staff meetings. Oh, my almighty. This is your leader. It's like being with Captain Smith. Right? And he looks around there, but he says, I can smell ice. I'm like, oh, no. <sighs> Come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. He's a thermostat, not a, not a thermometer. He, he, he really sets the tone when he walks in the room. And, um, you know, we feed off of that. You know, he's, he's hard on you sometimes, but it's for the better. I think that I really needed it this, this past year. Uh, just kind of set my mind straight and get my confidence, like, truly back. Um, and I can really say that I'm, I'm the most confident quarterback in the country because of the guys around me, the way I've prepared, and the way everybody else is prepared. So I'm excited to get after those boys in, in, in Madison. Last night, starting out by talking about Mike Yurcich. Look, Mike Yurcich really goes about it the right way. He starts out with players. What can my players do and what the, can't they do? What are they capable of? Then you can then go to formations next, boom, and then you can go to plays. And will he get emotional about something? Yell about something? Yep. But sometimes you'll get, you'll not like yell at the quarterback. Sometimes you'll look at the, at the scout team. You're not lined up in the right spot. You got to be two feet over. That's how precise he is. It'll be fun to watch him as a play caller. Now we'll start. Oh, what kickoff is now? What uh, forty-four hours away? Something like that. Forty-three and a half. And tough, tough opener. But it's you know, Penn State. Somebody said, "Oh, well, and somebody I was asked today about." I've done a bunch of these shows today. And I was asked today about, you know, they're playing a road opener in the Big Ten. I said, well, they played nothing but road openers in the Big Ten starting in 2015. And I said, they don't play a home opener in the Big Ten again until 2025. They went, what? I said, I said, I said, the Big Ten must realize that, you know, that 
these are all universities, thus it's an academic conference. I said, everybody can read. <laughs> I said, you're not going to pull the wool over people's eyes? I mean, come on. I said, but I said, you got to take the, the positive viewpoint that once you win it, you've got more home games in front of you. So that's fine. I think it's just the best way to look at it. After this, seven of your next 11 games are at home. So I think that's probably the best way to look at it. It's the same story next year. they got to play a Purdue to open the season. It's fine. I mean, both teams really, uh, I went through this. I was on the Wisconsin Network was one of them today, and I was talking about their season last year. And I said, look, Mertz got off to a great start. He was 20-21 through the five touchdowns. Then COVID hit. Now, Everybody shut down for three weeks. I said after that, it became a roller coaster for him and the offense. I said they never really got their rhythm going again after the way that opened up last year. You know, it was Illinois last year. Illinois defensively was not very good, but you still got off to a phenomenal start. And I said, I, you know, I said Wisconsin averaging 3.9 yards a rush, 3.93 yards per carry for, for Wisconsin football. I'm sorry, that's an unheard of number. All the way back to Brent Moss, who was the Big Ten Player of the Year in in the uh, mid-90s. All the way back to Moss, followed by Ron Dane. And then you go through the great lineage of running backs that that they've had there. Monte Ball, Melvin Gordon, James White. You know, you just keep going on and on and on. And now Jonathan Taylor. I mean, Wisconsin football, 3.93 yards per carry. Yikes. That is 180 of what you expect from Wisconsin football. So I'm sure that's something they are attempting to rectify ASAP. And it's up to Penn State to make sure that it's still in the threes when the game is over with on Saturday. Uh, weather, I'm not so sure what the weather's going to be like in Madison. It sounded like it was going to be like it is today temperature-wise. But they're, I know they're concerned about the possibility of a shower on Saturday. Um, so what we'll do is we'll go to the handy-dandy phone and we'll look up Madison, Wisconsin. And right now it's 78 degrees. Tomorrow, 69 with a thunderstorm. And Saturday, uh, thunderstorm in spots in the morning. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. Four one-hundredths of an inch of rain. Rain probability, 40%. Wind out of the west at 6, gusting to 8. And uh, high of 72. So that's the story. Let's see what the hourly says. Because kickoff is 11 a.m. there. Um, Friday, Saturday. Here we go, Saturday. 11 a.m., 67 degrees, cloudy, 14% chance of rain. 69 at noon, 14% chance of rain. 70 at 1, 16% chance. 71 at 2, 20% chance. 71 at 3, 20% chance. So it doesn't look like it's going to rain during the game. It may rain in the morning. It's field turf anyway. It's field turf anyway. So it's not going to matter in terms of the surface. 
It's one thing that Penn State has to do. I mean, even something as subtle as making sure each player brings a couple of pairs of shoes with them because you want to make sure you have the right ones for the surface and the condition of the surface. I mean, it's, you have to think of all, all that stuff. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Roots 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. And thanks to Doug for his call today. And the questions on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Great time to trade in. Get a lot for it. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, best in new inventory, great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. So I see him on Friday. He walks into the room, and all of a sudden he gets met with chants of, King! King! That was quite a greeting. Only at a wake, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Monday, no, Monday, November 15th. Circle that date. Okay. Do you, want, do you want to go up to the UMass basketball game with Penn State on Monday the 15th? Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. Up oh, at the I'm Mullen there. Center. That's cool. Yeah. Never Monday, been to the November Mullen. 15th. Monday, November 15th. I don't think I'm doing anything that night. <laughs> I've got... I don't uh, do anything any night, so... Yeah, perfect. I'll go. So. Yeah, they, it's, uh, I've got a football game Saturday, then Sunday I'll get myself out of there and get up there and do the game on Monday and go back Tuesday morning. Mullen Center? Yeah. Never done a game there. I've done I've done a game at the Springfield Civic Center and games at Currieck's Cage. Never at Mullen. The Mullen is basic. There's nothing you know spectacular about it, but it's a nice arena. So yeah, good. I've been there yeah, we'll probably get, four yeah. or five times. So. Yeah, been there more yeah. than I have. Good size, probably seats about ten thousand. So. Oh, good. Good. So wow. yeah, we got that. It'll be yeah, uh, quite a week States. with water here. So. Yeah, I bet. Oh, my goodness. Our our governor an hour ago declared a state of emergency. Somebody's got to let the moron it rained yesterday, you know, let them know. Here <laughs> a day late, you know. Well, I'm talking uh, to Dick Girardi, speaking of basketball, my broadcast partner for basketball, Dick Girardi. Uh, I talked to him today because he lives in Yardley, just over the river, over the Delaware River from Trenton. Yep. That was and, bad there. And I said, how was it? You know, because I've been to Dick's house before. And he says, Steve, you wouldn't really know that here. He said, yeah, it rained. He said, we, but it would be just a big rainstorm here. He said, just south of here, a tornado went over the bridge, literally. Uh, he said, New Hope and a couple of other places and Yardley, and Yardley Township were just completely underwater. And on the Jersey side, really, really bad. 
And there was you know, obviously some tornado damage over there. So I saw that oh. video over the bridge. That was nuts. That was a huge tornado. There were many, like, huge tornadoes, catastrophic tornadoes. The videos so, were just people, incredible. People couldn't Category believe it. Category three, right? Some of them? Yeah. yeah. And, and then Dick, I mean, Dick said, now here, where he was, he said, he said, I was just north of it. He said, here, it rained, but that's all it did was rain. He said, you know how my house is set up. I said, yeah. I said, it should be a problem for you. He said, yeah. He said, it wasn't. He said, but you go five to ten miles south of here? He says, it's unbelievable. No, we got swamped. We got six to eight inches of rain, and we yeah, had we a hurricane about... last weekend. So the ground yeah. is saturated. Yeah. I was hired to... Find a way to keep water from going into Mill on the River. Oh, okay. That's a restaurant. The restaurant. Now, it's a restaurant on a river. And there was a hole in their wall. So I come up with this damper to go in the hole so the drain will still work. Cause you have to see it all. But the, this place has a covered bridge, walking bridge, to get yep. to it that goes over the river and a mm-hmm. waterfall. And it's beautiful. But it. And. I'm out there in the rain yesterday morning in the river trying to mount this damper that I came up with and screw it to the wall. It's a stone wall, and I'm up waist deep in water. (laughs) And I got the darn thing on there. I got it cocked up good, and, man, it starts pouring. So I go home at night, and I'm like... Man, there's this. I can't. I, I can't sleep. I, I don't know if it's going to work or not because if it doesn't work, the whole restaurant will flood, and it's a big 12-inch hole. So I drive down this morning, and I'm coming down Route 30. I come around the corner, and I see the fire department <laughs> rescue crews. <laughs> I'm like, oh crap! Well, failure. So I, I pull in. The whole place is flooded. The water went so high, it went over the wall. Wow. Yeah, it went over the wall and flooded the restaurant. So once they drained everything down, my my thing worked. But it didn't matter because the water went over the wall. And I'm telling you, it was 10 feet up. There was, I've never, I've built everything at this restaurant that, that, the water was flooded over their boardwalk. Over, I, I've never seen that much water in my life, and wow. it went from, you know, a nice little river with a beautiful waterfall to the Colorado River. Uh, it was unbelievable. I mean, where I entered the river was ten feet deep. I wouldn't, I, <laughs> you wouldn't even survive being in it. So, right. That's my story. Fun, fun. Uh, at first, I thought my thing failed, but it didn't fail. It worked because once they drained it all down, the water was not coming back in again. The, they're determining the water went over the wall. It was only four inches from the top of the wall when I got there this morning. So. Yikes. Yeah, I, I've never seen nothing like it. I, oh, well. So, anyway. Well let's, well, let's have fun and pick games. I was going to say let's have fun oh, and break I got down Gardner. games. Huh? These are good. Yeah, I was gonna say let's have fun and break down Gardner Minshew, but I don't think Matt would find that fun. So Get we'll the come lingerie back. on the deck, call the janitor. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WK. Okay.
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Time to pick games. I remember when Gardner Minshew. I remember when Gardner Minshew was at Washington State. He played really well. Cool. <laughs> well, I, how come they have so many big time games on the first week? Get everybody going. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. great, but you know, yeah. they would be better games if they were later on in the year. I think. Yeah, that's what happens when you schedule by panic. But we'll get to those in a little bit. So last week, Steve and I went 5-0. and King, you officially went 4-1, and but technically you were 5-0. and No, I'm 4-1. and I-, I took it. I was rooting for Nebraska. They stink. Yeah, they My do. My goodness. Yes, they My do. My goodness. That they're not a very good football team. No. What happened there? I mean, they were a powerhouse. And they they just, I don't know. I watched the game. I was like, man. And Scott Frost can't coach either. He's already lost that locker room. I don't think he had it to begin the season. Well, he's a high head, you know. It yes. doesn't work. So, yeah. All so right. I took one for the team, but I stand behind it. I was rooting hard for him. I'd have been bragging if they won. So, <laughs> All right. They didn't. <laughs> we'll get to some well, Big Ten action in a little bit, but now we'll start with tonight, Boise State and UCF. Steve. I'll go with UCF in the uh, humidity of uh, Orlando. King? I got UCF. I'm going to take UCF as well. Next one. This is Friday night, tomorrow night, UNC at Virginia Tech, a big one in the ACC early on. King? I got North Carolina. I love me some Sean Powell, baby. He's going to light it up. Although Virginia Tech's a pretty good team, but I'll take UNC on the road. Steve? Actually, I don't think Virginia Tech's a really good team, Um, to be honest with you. they got quarterback problems. North Carolina's biggest problem is they lost two 1,000-yard rushers from last year. That's a problem. But Sam Howell has just continued to mature a quarterback. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the country. I think he's the difference maker in this game, and I think North Carolina will win. Now we go back to Friday or tomorrow. To, no, this is Saturday, actually. 3.30. Get Indy. yourself together. <laughs> it's been that kind of show. <laughs> Indiana at Iowa, 17-18 matchup. I think this is a very intriguing matchup, Steve. Contrasting styles. I mean, I can tell you right now, I could go on a whiteboard and draw up the Iowa plays. 
They run the same ones over and over again. They just execute beautifully against the team in Indiana that is dynamic. I think the difference is Michael Penix at quarterback, and I think Indiana will win the game even on the road. I agree. I got the Hoosiers as well. I like Panics. I like his game. I think he makes a big play late. I was quarterback, but a little inconsistent. Or he was last year. So I, I'll take I, uh, Indiana on the road. King. Indiana's defense is very skeptical. I got Iowa. Okay. That's our first split. All right. Now to tonight. Oklahoma State. Jeez. Ohio State and Minnesota. King. I hate Ohio State, and they got a freshman quarterback that nobody really knows a lot about, so I'm going to take Minnesota. Oh, all right. I like it. Steve? Get yourself together. <laughs> it's, it, to me, it can't be that automatic. It's Ohio State, and they're going to beat everybody. I, that's a bunch of crap. Ohio State, well, Ohio State. You know? I, I have I have no idea how good Stroud is. Zero. I've never seen him play, not even in a mop-up role. I know their wideouts are terrific. The tight end is very good. Master Teague is not a great running back, but he's a good running back. Uh, I think Minnesota's offensive line might be able to do some damage up front against Ohio State. I think Ohio State will win. But I think it's going to be a little bit better game than people realize. Minnesota, I think, might be able to run the ball. And Tanner Morgan's not a great quarterback, but he's good enough to help out Muhammad Abraham at tailback. I 100% agree, Steve. I think this is going to be a close game, but I think we'll see how we'll get a good idea of C.J. Stroud, at least for somewhat tonight. It's a tough start for him. But I think he's got a lot of weapons to help him navigate this game. But it's going to be definitely a closer game than what people think. I like Ohio State. I I just think Minnesota's going to struggle covering Olave and Wilson. I agree. Uh, You know, it's one thing, okay, we can can shut down Olave. But the problem is Wilson's there, too. And that that becomes a big problem. UConn could beat Ohio State. (laughs) Are you sure about that? I got to beat Holy Cross this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> the UConn's just hoping they score a point. I was about so. to say, I, I hate to say it, uh, Holy Cross has a very good chance to win that game. I think they're going to win. UConn stinks. Holy, Holy Cross is a new very, very coach. good team. They got to get rid of this moron. So. I'm not I'm not sure UConn could beat the Ohio State band. <laughs> I'm not sure UConn will even have a team next year. So, whatever. There you go. It's my school, baby. Yeah. My home, I'm a home, I'm a, what do you call it, a homer? You're a homer? Yeah. Yeah. You live and die with them, and I respect that. Uh, UConn women. That's right, yeah. Still got them. All right, Sunday night, my fighting Irish at Florida State. King. I got Notre Dame. Steve. Well, Jack Cohn, the Notre Dame quarterback, started against Penn State a couple of years ago in Beaver Stadium. Didn't like him. Uh, but the but the problem that Florida State has is that they don't have any players. So Notre Dame has more players. Notre Dame wins. Yeah, I I'm not quite sure what to expect from ND this year. I I, I think they're very high. They're higher ranked than I thought they would be. I think there may be 
I, I could see two or three losses this year, honestly, but I think they win this game because Florida State's very in well such a bad shape. Eh, for the most part. Yeah. Up and up and down with Brian Kelly, but I'm going to take the Irish to He speaks highly of you. <laughs> he likes you. Yeah. Although, he He's always struggles on the road. I don't care who it is. He could be playing UConn, they'd still struggle on the road. But Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I think exaggerate a little bit. UConn would struggle with another game. They couldn't play UConn on the road because they'd have to play at the Meadowlands. They already told UConn that. Their stadium's not big enough. That's right, yeah. Exactly. I'll I'll take the Irish (laughs) for now. But, yeah, Brian Kelly still needs to work on his big game in road coaching for me after all this time. But, overall, it's been a decent tenure, I'd say. Anyway. Didn't they beat Clemson in Clemson last year? They no, did. They beat him at uh, South Bend. It was at South Bend, but oh, that, that was South when Trevor Bend. Lawrence okay. was out because of COVID protocols. All right. Oh. And even that, they almost lost the game. So. Well, I heard something interesting today about COVID that many, many people are calling last year just a phony year and not. And they were right the way they explained it because you don't didn't have a home field advantage. There was no crowd noise. There was no... You know, so quarterbacks could pretty much do whatever they wanted in any stadium they went into. So you never really saw what it really should have been. So they were cutting on Tom Brady. Anyway, that's the Boston media. (laughs) There you go. Um, You know, it's interesting because, I mean, up in the booth, we could hear the signals on both teams all the time because there's nobody in there. Yeah, Uh, and they said that was just a huge, huge advantage for the opposing quarterback. So, whatever. Let's equal both ways. What's our final game? And our finally, our game of the week. Georgia, Clemson, Steve. Oh boy, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Georgia to win the game. Ooh. Uh, if Georgia is what everybody claims to be, they've got to win a game like this. It's neutral field. It's in Charlotte, so it's not a home field for either team. It's 50-50 on the tickets. JT Daniels has not lost a start at quarterback, so let's see if he can get it done. King? Well, I was thinking the same way, but I did a little reading. Georgia's got a lot of injuries, uh, the key players, and that happen in practice. So I'm going to go with Clemson. I'm going to go Clemson here as well. I like Clemson's now quarterback after seeing a good bit of him with Notre Dame last year. I think he can take that next step. And I still like Clemson's defense a lot too. I think there's still a lot of talent there. Good game though, but uh, I'm I'm going with uh, I'm going with the Tigers. What time? What time is that? Is that 7:30 game? Yeah, that's the uh, that's the Saturday night game of the week. Oh, I might be back at home in time to watch it. Good. With a victory, exactly. you have to win. I agree. I, I Steve can't pick it, but I, I'm I'm I like Penn State. Got to. It's got to be a big year for the Nittany Lions. So you like Penn State as well, Saturday King? Yeah, I think they're right. gonna win. There you go. Um, I love the head coach. I think I think he can get his team prepared, and he knows he knows he's got to have a big year this year. Oh, there you go. We won't count it, but we'll throw it out there. King and I like yeah. Penn State. They're very well coached. I I hope they run the table this year. Well, Wouldn't hurt my feelings. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, boys. 
We have our exactly okay, full slate ready to go. Week. Oh. Then next week we finally get to add some NFL. Yeah. And there we go. I cannot fall way behind like I did last year. <laughs> Making uh, stupid picks because I don't like people. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you can't pick with your heart. You got to pick with your head. So, anyway. Yeah, I stayed that way for a long t- time till I finally picked Dallas to beat the Giants when I had a chance to win. <laughs> right. That's I, so funny. Every, so, it was so funny, Matt. We would just put the game in there just so he would pick the, <laughs> the Giants. Oh, I know. Win. Hey, I And then you knew I he was serious the year that he said Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, he wants to win. <laughs> I, got, I got competitive. Like, okay. I could never pick against the Giants against the Cowboys. He finally, after losing by a combined total of about 100 points, he said, you know, <laughs> they're never going to beat the Cowboys. It's like, there's a certain <laughs> point where you look around and go, don't be an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> can't pick with your heart. you got to pick with your head. That's yeah, right. It's like signing Gardner Minshew. You can't make moves with your heart. <laughs> or apparently with a shirt. Did you hear this oh, story? Come on. Apparently, no. they met when when Sirianni was still in Indy at the at the uh, combine, and they were playing horse. And Gardner Minshew got so competitive, he took his shirt off. Oh wow! Wonderful. <laughs> just what so this is. This is what you so want to hear from the cri- guy you just signed. So this is the criterion you use to sign a guy. Uh, really? Uh, apparently, and you wonder why. And you wonder why fourth place is a goal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been okay with everything he's done so far for the most part. So, but we'll see ultimately next Sunday. It's the preseason. It's hard to goof that up. <laughs> okay, boys. Have a safe right. trip, Steve. All right, Thanks. Have a safe weekend, Matt. And go Penn State. One and all. There we go. November 15th, King. Got to be there. I've got it circled on my little calendar right here. I'm good. I'm already there. I'll tell the wife tonight. Don't plan anything Monday, November there you 15th. Go. Go. Got it. See you, King. <laughs> Just say, okay. <laughs> 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 Bye, guys. See you. All right. Tomorrow, Neil Riddell, Donnie Collins on the show. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Sunbury Motors.